That's definitely something I encourage listeners and people who are just starting out in business or have a business who want to improve their conversations regarding sales is lead with empathy, lead with caring about someone else's pain, lead with choose to care and investigate what painful problem or situation that their prospective client is in or whoever they're prospecting and um, choose to care about how they're going to go about resolving the pain. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes under certain categories or topics that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners. This month is going to be about not forgetting about the human part of business. Often we forget about the human part of life. We often forget about the human part of business. So look for self-care tips, fitness, burnout, purpose, biz and personal, personal branding, motivation, drive, success, understanding your why, and of course, how important customer service is. But at the heart of it, it's all about remembering the human part of business. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Amelia Roberts of Solutions by Amelia. Amelia, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hey there. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. Super excited to have you on. And what I want to do is just read a little bit more about Amelia so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Amelia is a digital native who officially became a practitioner of online marketing 12 years ago with a role as a virtual assistant. Student loans from nursing school inspired her to put her love of observing human nature and showing empathy in previous marketing experience to work in new ways. And as a result, she was able to pay off student loans in under two years. Now, alongside other roles, you can find Amelia helping under-recognized professionals stand out and get more first dates in business so that they can become thought leaders in the healthcare industry and beyond. When she's not optimizing human potential, Amelia enjoys planning real and imagined food tours. You can find her on LinkedIn. Amelia, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I want to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story and what led you to get started with the business. So entrepreneurship has been, I feel like, in my blood for a long time. My dad, was, while he was living, was very entrepreneurial. There's a family story about him selling the family car for an investment, a business investment, and the related aftermath. But in any case, he was always... he. he I wish he was living nowadays because, you know, back in like the early 90s and stuff, you know, setting up a business with just the computer, that wasn't a thing. He, he would have thrived now. But in any case, so that's there's that. My uncle supported his family for a time as a jazz musician. My baby cousin, his daughter is a photographer. So yeah, there's lots of entry points of the idea of earning money for based on, on my own that crept into my head. But I 
it's a long story, but when I went into high school area or that time, I had friends who were buying URLs and flipping them. And so I was thinking about doing that, but the decision came is like, okay, do I get a degree in credentials or join my friends with buying the Cosby show and flipping links? And I went to a school and got credentials, but I really still had a heart for using technology to help people and connect people. And then like, like you said, when another round of student loans came, you know, my husband had just recently read Dave Ramsey and he had a goal of paying them off quickly. And I didn't see myself working extra shifts. So one thing led to another. And I said, you know what, let me take a look at digital marketing again. Nice. So I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper. Could you tell us, take us through exactly like what you're doing with your clients and how exactly you work with them? Sure. So I first started out doing social media management. I had friends who started an online business, a virtual assistant business, like in 2007 is when they started. And then I started looking into what they were doing like in 2012. So I started out doing social media management. And that's mostly how I paid off the student loans doing that. But along the way, I looked at my client wins, the ones that I was most excited about. And they look like speaking opportunities. They look like getting booked on podcasts. They look like other forms of visibility more than a tweet that went viral. Because a lot of the people that I work with, they have stories that can't be distilled into a Facebook post. They have stories that are best communicated via conversations on um, you know, podcasts or virtual summits or speaking events. And so when looking at my client you know, past results, I said, you know what, I really want to do that form of almost social media PR. I want to do more of that versus the social media management part. So more recently, I started, you know, offering visibility campaigns that look like getting people on podcast tours and getting people booked on virtual summits and things like that. Nice. I definitely appreciate that. And, you know, as I read in your bio, the, the getting those first business dates is mm-hmm. always a great thing because I think, and, and I don't know if you would definitely agree with this, is that most of the businesses and organizations are, are sometimes doing some really great and phenomenal things. But if nobody knows about it, if you don't have that visibility, then it's almost as if you haven't even done it. Exactly. And, you know, they say people do business with folks that know, like, and trust. And it really is about, you know, getting that first date, having that first coffee chat. And I found that a lot of times the first coffee chat is really comfortable when it happens around a podcast, around a virtual summit or around, you know, a blog, you know, that sort of like relationship. And then once that first relationship or that guest blog post goes live, you know, there's other things that can develop and happen from that. But just getting that initial conversation going with somebody who wants to know about my client's business. And it's just really, really exciting to see two people, you know, exchange numbers and get on the phone with each other. It's like super fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, sometimes you're just like at a networking event, sometimes it's always hard to break the ice and figure out how, you know, to start the conversation. But as you said, if you get the opportunity to tell your story and talk about what it is that you do on a podcast, go on the podcast tours, as you talked about, that gives you the opportunity to break the ice. And now people are reaching out to you and connecting with you based off of that. Yes. The the inbound marketing, you know, portion of that, Mm -hmm. Neil Patel has an article about guests being a guest on podcasts versus, you know, doing guest blog posts. And the I don't want to oversell how great podcasting is, but it's just there's something to being inside of the ears, literally being inside of the head of your best buyers or referral partners. Choosing to be on podcasts related to people who can send you clients is also very powerful as well. So um, yeah. Good stuff is happening. Yeah. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a your secret sauce, and that could be for you personally or for your business. But what do you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? Well, a few things. Definitely, I've 
long been an observer of human behavior. Definitely my background in healthcare really has my empathy muscle has was well developed. And that's definitely helped with business. And it's definitely something I encourage listeners and people who are just starting out in business or have a business who want to um, improve their conversations regarding sales is lead with empathy, lead with caring about someone else's pain, lead with choose to care and investigate what painful problem or situation that their prospective client is in or whoever there's prospecting and choose to care about how they're going to go about resolving the pain and making it clear how they resolve pain and take it away and make doing business easy. But definitely, I think what sets me apart is my skills in empathy and observing human behavior and patterns and also being able to notice matches. It's, it's a gift. I, I, I love playing matchmaker. I've learned that it's more appreciated when I do it with business versus personal relationships. So I found out. So I found out. And I just think that might be also my driver for, you know, doing the matchmaking thing. It's like, oh, people appreciate it when I do it this way. So I love, you know, looking for matches for people and imagining, you know, who my ideal client needs to meet or my client needs to meet. Like, you know, if I'm working with a photographer, you know, introducing them to wedding planners or bakers or, you know, florists, you know, it's just, yeah, I love. So I guess, yeah, it's my empathy and I have fun around finding patterns and matches. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? As far as a CEO hack, definitely building a story brand book is absolutely great in terms of figuring out how to articulate your message. A lot of people struggle with identifying their unique value proposition, why they are different from all the other health coaches out there or all the other consultants out there. And StoryBrand really does take that pressure off of you by putting the focus on your ideal client. You're absolutely right. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And that could be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice it can be around, you know, digital marketing or, or visibility or anything related to that. But what's something you, you might tell your younger business self or you, or you would tell a client? Something I would tell both is that all opportunities in life come from other humans. There is a quote that I will give you that you hopefully can, can put in the show notes that says what I said more eloquently, but pretty much a quote goes like, and I forgot who named it, but look for the show notes. Who said it is like, you know, opportunities aren't clouds floating in the sky. Chances are, you know, when someone needs a new opportunity, there's a person that it is that they need to meet. It's a person, you know, attached to it. And yeah, so all opportunities in life come from other humans. So start developing and nurturing relationships from day one, you know. For those of us who are still, you know, have their day job as well, your day job is is beautiful ground for all sorts of relationship development. And also, of course, for your business, if you're um, in business, definitely choose to care about using a CRM of some sort, whether it's Trello, Excel, Insightly, something to help you remind you to keep in touch with people that you are meeting, that you have met, to say thank you, to send thank you notes, thinking of you notes. And, you know, when you build in different touch points to reach out to people, just to check in on them, to congratulate them, to say thank you, that's an easy way to stand out just by doing that alone. And in fact, I challenge, you know, listeners that if you're like signed up on the email list of people that you admire and that you follow and that who've helped you in some way, hit reply. Do that times 10. Just hit reply and say, thank you so much for this, you know, valuable email. I found this point really helpful. In fact, I've used your advice before and it really worked out in this way or that way. Do that times 10. 
and see what happens. So I can't tell you how many times people have, you know, yes, it is their VA who might get it, but they forwarded it along to their VA because how many times that happened? But their VA has forwarded along to like the founder. And I've had conversations with people that I never thought would reply or reach out directly. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I love that because I think so many times when you when you use that cloud analogy, it, it seems like something that's so far away that you can't really touch it or you can't really hold on to it. But if we understand from a tangible aspect that these opportunities are in people that we need to build relationships with, it makes it a lot more tangible and um, gives us the ability and empowers us to be able to to create these opportunities and, and look for those opportunities because they're the people that are all around us. Yep. 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 And it makes also action steps to be more practical because some people like, who do you want to do business with? I want to do business with software companies. What's the name of the person that you like to reach out to? You know, let's boil it down to a name, boil it down to position tile, boil it down to a name. And, you know, are you connected with them in any way on LinkedIn? Are you one degree away or two degrees away? You know, are they in any local networking group or associations, you know, that you could happen upon? You know, they're so many ways to go about it once you decide, once you realize that opportunities are attached to people. Absolutely. Love that. I love that. And in, in this technology world, sometimes we forget that human aspect and the, and the people and the relationship building aspect. So I definitely appreciate that tremendously. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Amelia, what does being a CEO mean to you? A CEO means to be in a position to help other people. I know that a lot of folks in healthcare industry can feel when it comes to having or charging, you know, whether it's, you know, dentists or physical therapists or private practice owners, you know, when it comes to that selling method, you know, we are all, we can be uncomfortable with it. But I encourage everybody, especially those of us who offer, you know, services that help other people, you know, who can help more people? Is it the guy standing on the street corner with a sign that says, you know, feed me? Or can Oprah and Bill Gates help more people? So I'm not at Oprah and Bill Gates level yet, (laughs) but definitely a CEO in my mind means somebody who's in a position to help and serve other people in a way that's easy. And that's definitely the the frame of mind of, of a definition of CEO for me. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I think that just remembering that we all have ways that we're able to, I guess, make an impact and empower and change lives is is something that's very important. So I appreciate, you know, you getting to that level, that that Oprah, Bill Gates level for sure, too. And I appreciate that definition. And, And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And then, of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Sure. I'd love for you guys to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm there as Amelia J. Roberts. So please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to have a quick chat. Just let me know, you know how you found me. And also my website is www.solutionsbyamelia.com, A-M-E-L-I-A. And feel free to take a look at what I'm doing over there. But yeah, I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. And I'll also give you a link to... Um, an ebook that I have, a little ebook, easy read, how to get in front of anyone. And hope there are pra- this practical advice in there for your audience as well. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much again, Amelia. I appreciate that. And we will have that link and information in the show notes. So I appreciate you for, for all the awesome things you're doing and the reminders that you gave us today. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. 
be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.